plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to Locked On Cowboys. I'm your host, Drew Davison of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. It is Tuesday, November 15th. Glad you could join us again. Cowboys coming off a very, very impressive win over the Pittsburgh Steelers, 35-30, to won it at Heinz Field. And there's not a bigger story in the NFL right now. And in today's episode, I'm going to play some post-game sound. Uh, the other day, I was just kind of giving you some raw reaction. Uh, but uh, you'll, you'll hear from Demarcus Lawrence. You'll hear from Sean Lee. And uh, I'll also play some sound from Ron Leary. And all, all of them uh, had some good insights. Cowboys on an eight-game winning streak. That is matches the most consecutive wins in a single season. The last time they did it, 1977. Or the only time they did it, 1977. So uh, that just tells you for what a storied franchise the Cowboys are, how impressive Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, and the rest of them have been in getting this team to an eight-game winning streak. So uh, 35-30, they're going to look to keep it going against the Baltimore Ravens at home next week, and that's going to be a big challenge. Uh, Joe Flacco, another good, solid quarterback that they're going to have to get in his face, Uh, another Super Bowl-winning quarterback. They're going to have to get some pressure on him. Uh, Joe Flacco playing decent. You know, I I wouldn't say he's uh, having a career-type year, but, you know, Ravens are 5-4. Flacco has a 78.3 passer rating. Uh, he's thrown for 2,300 yards, nine touchdowns, nine interceptions. So the Cowboys certainly are going to be looking to get the ball uh, from Joe Flacco, not only sacking him, but also uh, maybe picking up some interceptions. But uh, that is what they were able to do one time against Big Ben. Demarcus Lawrence got the only sack against Big Ben. Here's what he had to say afterward. Uh, and from a Cowboys perspective, you got to hope this op- uh, this opens the floodgates for Demarcus Lawrence. He led the team with eight sacks last season, and he really needs to get going. Had a breakout game uh, these last couple weeks, getting to the quarterback, getting some pressures. Clearly got to Big Ben on Sunday. Uh, he also blew up a running play, forced a fumble that the Cowboys weren't able to recover. But Demarcus Lawrence needs to step up and needs to uh, – have a big time game, big time impact. Here's what he had to say after the game. The screen you blew up in the backfield. I was just doing my job. Uh, coach called a play. And, you know, uh, that was my job to get upfield, set the edge. And luckily, he just ran into my lap. Oh, and how, how nice is it to get that first sack? And you think they can come in bunches for you now? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, just got to keep getting off the ball, uh, working on my pass rush. Uh, I feel like they're going to come. Well, what's, what what you guys make of the fake uh, 
bike. Big Ben used to beat you. I mean, did that catch you all off guard? I ain't gonna lie, he got us. He got us good, but uh, I mean, it was a hard fought win. Uh, you know, the offense came back strong in, in, in a minute. So I mean, we go over this every every practice. Um, uh, not every practice, but every every week. You know, so uh, we was ready for it and we took advantage of it. And how big of a challenge is uh, stopping Le'Veon Bell? And, and what, what type of runner is he? One of the most difficult you guys to face. Uh, I want to say that. Um, I just say you got a, a big offensive line. They just like to cover you up, and you know he likes to bounce around. You got to just be gap discipline and um, just do your job. See. They are to get that sack. Finally, was that the feeling for you? Like just relief to get that first one out of the way? I'm, my emotions were so high this whole game, um, I didn't even realize it, you know. So um, I just got to praise the Lord um, that I got in there in time to get the sack, you know, and uh, just keep rushing. All right, that was Demarcus Lawrence there, and as you heard, very, uh, very pleased with his game. Jerry Jones was very complimentary of Demarcus Lawrence afterwards, saying, "You know, here's a guy who served uh, four-game suspension for violating the league substance abuse policy to to start the season. Then he has been dealing with a back injury as well as a shoulder injury, and he, he's kind of finally coming into his zone. Uh, so that is definitely a good thing." But this is Locked On Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I appreciate you guys joining in. Please tell your friends, please tell your family, please tell your coworkers that Locked On Podcast Network has insiders on every team, guys who are around the team on a daily basis bringing you the latest insight. So please check out Locked On Podcast Network on Audio Boom on iTunes, and please help spread the word. But we talked about... Demarcus Lawrence having the big game on Sunday. Sean Lee continues to have an all-pro season, as defensive coordinator Rod Marinelli said the other week. And he, again, was around the ball, nine tackles, had a couple tackles for loss, made a great play uh, to get Le'Veon Bell on the ground early. And it it was definitely a a good homecoming-type game for Sean Lee. He is from the Pittsburgh area and uh, definitely had a lot of friends and family. I caught up with him after the game. Here's what Sean Lee had to say. It was demoralizing. And, uh, you know, at the same point, we knew with the amount of time we had with the timeouts and the way our offense played this year that they were, I mean, we had faith in them that they could do something, and they did. Thank you. Um, you know what? I, it's, it's, it's been unbelievably fun. Uh, but I, I'd say we put the work in, we played the right way, and we, we've seen the results. So I, I think we knew going into the year we could be a great football team. We put the work in and it started to show up. Sean, have you ever been part of that? Wild of the final no, two minutes. No, no, not that. Um, you know, to be so frustrated with how we finished defensively, and then to be so excited to see our offense perform like that and win the game. Um, you know, we knew this game was going to be an intense game, a tough game, a back and forth game, and um, we found a way to get a win, which was huge. I can guess that you that you grew up at some point dreaming of getting to be on this field in a two minute drills like that. I mean, it doesn't get much better. No, than that, right? I mean, this whole thing was was a dream come true for me, and a lot of fun. Um, I grew up a Steelers fan. Um, you know, anytime. You're blessed to be in a Steeler Cowboy game, which is a big rivalry, and it has been for years. It's a lot of fun. Sean, were you picked on that one play, uh, like 23 yeah, yards? It was a screen. Yeah, they ran a screen on it, and it was uh, it was good, good, good design by them. 
did you feel about your game? Uh, yeah, I felt like I was around the ball a good amount. I thought I made some plays, was around the football. Um, you know, still looking for a turnover, but I think um, you know each game I've been around and been able to make some impactful plays, and you know, hopefully can continue to improve. We know these rookies are talented. I supposed to be able to do that on this stage? Um, right? Well, I mean, we know how talented they are, but it's the character that's showing through. You know, how they work, how they handle themselves, the type of poise they have. You know, they never flinch, and that's why they've, they've been a huge part of this team. How uh, impressed? Or how important is it for Demarcus to have a breakout game like he did with blowing up that uh, screen? Uh, on the back we, knew, we knew he's a dominant player for our defense and a huge impact player. You know, when you're not able to play, it takes a couple games to really, you know, get your feet under you. And he's every game he's improved. He worked extremely hard when he was out. It's fun to see him taking advantage of his opportunity. And I know this was probably an emotional game for you. How nice was it to see Dez kind of have the game he did with Dez emotions? Dez is a you know a great leader for our team. How he handled this situation is unbelievable. Um, it's a tough, tough deal. Um, but to see him come out and rally, it was a huge inspiration for us. And you know, it, it's it was, it was great to see him battle. And he's somebody that we can look up to, an inspiration for us. How special was it here in the locker room after him getting the game ball and everything? Uh, it had to be a great moment. It was uh, extremely emotional. Um, it, but you know, Dez is, is a, a, a guy who's loved on our team and has been for a long time because of his intensity, because of his passion, um, because of the you know what he brings to our team. Not only on the field, but off the field. And um, to see that was special. Have you ever played in a game where the opposing team went for two-point conversions every No, no, that's, that's something different. They came on the heels and, you know, they, they found a way to, you know, to, to, to convert some of them. And it's tough. You know, that, that, that's an unbelievable offense. That's going to be really tough to stop them for. I know they've had some injuries and had some stuff, but they're extremely talented. Um, so that's, that's a good football team that we found a way to get a win. All right, that was uh, Sean Lee, and as you heard him say, uh, t- talking about Des Bryant, and if you guys haven't heard, I'm sure you guys have, uh, but yeah, uh, Des's father passed away Saturday night, and uh, you know the team was there to support him. Obviously, emotions were running high, and Des Bryant had one of his best games in a couple seasons, uh, caught the 50-yard touchdown pass, got emotional after it, so... Uh, you, you can clearly tell this team is gelling at the right time, and, and they really do care about one another. So, uh, so it, it's you know from a fan perspective, it, it is easy to see why people are pulling for this team. You know why the Cowboys obviously have never lacked uh, fans or a fan base, but you know so, some of them seem to have come out of the woodwork a little bit more uh, this season than last. Of course, being seven and one helps, or excuse me, eight and one helps and uh, uh, as opposed to 4-12 and 12 and, and rolling out Matt Castle and Brandon Whedon out there. So the Cowboys are certainly on a good path right now. Uh, and finally, I'm just going to play a little bit of sound from Brandon Carr, uh, the cornerback who, who had, who's just a steady staple in the secondary and a steady veteran. Like they came out after halftime, like trying it. I mean, they pushed the ball like, like immediately. Like, what do you think they saw? Or uh, what's that? Uh, I don't know about that. Um, that's that's my old coach, Ty. 
offense coordinator. Um, you know, they want to come out and, and get some juice going. Uh, when the attack is downfield, I mean, they, they probably saw some things um, on the on the printouts from the from the cameras that they want to exploit. Um, but you know, they made a play on us, but the, the result we have to a field goal. You know, it's a bend don't break mentality, and it's, it's the job is not done until they're out the end zone, until we're off the field, and you know, we, we did our job and kept them three. I, get, I mean, that goes back to my you know, the point I was trying to make. I probably didn't do a very good job, but I mean, you guys have been so good at not letting them get touchdowns and making themselves feel good. So, I mean, even when they're picking up chunks, like, y'all can still maintain your confidence that you're going to win in the end. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a bend don't break mentality. It's a national football league. They get paid to make plays as well. They have some explosive players, some elite players over there. Um, they don't, don't get some touches, make plays on us, but, you know, it's a 60-minute ball game. You got to weather the storm. You got to make your own plays as well to balance the game on it. Guys just um, kept their heads down for 60 minutes, kept believing in each other. Uh, give, give myself the opportunity to go out here and, and to play the next down. Um, that's what we did. Man, have you ever been involved in that crazy of the final two minutes? Ah, uh, man. Yeah. I've been playing nine years. I've seen them all. But um, this, this is fun right now. I mean, we're having fun. Um, you know, we're in all types of different scenarios in these ball games. We're up big, down some. Uh, you know, some, some questionable plate, some penalties and stuff throughout the game that you got to overcome and, and play through. Um, so, I mean, just as a, as a football team growing and maturing, we're, we're playing a lot of different situations helping us um, in the long run. You know, it's the same stuff that we um, go over on, on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday with the coaches for our different scenarios, and they play out exactly the same way in the game. How surprised were you with the fake spike? I'm not surprised. I was looking at him. I was ready on my side, you know. Um, you know, he's a – they have incredible chemistry. Um, they're aggressive, like I said. They're two of the best ever, you know, to do it in this game right now. And, um, you know, at that time, you got to be prepared, be ready at all times. Um, never never fall asleep with guys like that. When the skater, you may be asking, when the skater ran out, was there a decision making? You might have went with Brown on the right side, or was there any kind of thought process there? Or? That was uh, Brandon Carr, as you heard him uh, talking about Des Bryant there at the very end. And uh, this Cowboys team, 8-1, and one, got the Ravens coming up on Sunday at AT&T Stadium. It should be a good one. I'll be back with you all tomorrow. Again, I'm Drew Davidson of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. And please go check out StarTelegram.com. Myself, Shereen Williams, Clarence E. Hill Jr. Have all your Cowboys news covered at StarTelegram.com. And... Uh, follow me on Twitter at Drew Davison, D R E W D A V I S O N. 
or shoot me an email, ddavison at star-telegram.com. So I'll be back tomorrow with more. Should be a good, interesting week leading up to the Cowboys-Ravens on Sunday afternoon. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst.